Welcome to the No Business Like Mo Business Podcast. I'm Derek from the YouTube channel Country Crabs. Today I got with me Josh from JL Landscape and Property Maintenance. How you doing today, Josh? Pretty good. How you doing? Living the dream, buddy. Living the dream. It's one of those ones you don't want to wake up from, you know what I mean? Or maybe you want to. I haven't decided yet. Exactly what you mean. Day in, day out, mowing and landscape maintenance. Can't beat it. All right, you're a young man. How old are you, Josh? I just turned 18 on June 27th. 18. So I've Eight? just turned 18. How old were you when you first started doing this? Uh, like 12. So I think Dang. I started in like 2010. 2010? So basically... The exact way I got into it, it's a pretty funny way. My friend and I were just riding our bikes, and some dude just out of nowhere comes up to us in his truck. He's like, do you know anyone that can mow our yard? Well, I'm on vacation. I'm like, we looked at each other like, we can. And he's like, oh, you're a little young, but I come over. He gave us 35 bucks to push him out a yard. With his push mower, it took like 20, 25 minutes. So we did it for four weeks. We just, every other week, took the took payment that week but it worked out pretty good and then we're like we should actually do this so we made up a few flyers marketed the whole neighborhood i think we got maybe two two or so that year or the year after but that just pretty much started it from there just continued then eventually dropped him that's pretty cool. and that's just pretty much how it started so why did you drop him <laughs> oh we're not even friends anymore so Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I that dropped happens. in, like, 2011? Okay. Something like that. I don't know. So we did that for, like, a year. And then I picked up one on my own, which kind of kind of drove a barrier between us because I didn't really want to split that one because that was a good one. And I picked it up while he was away. So I'm like, I'm keeping this one myself. Right. And he, he, I always, from day one, dealt with the customers. So... Whenever he missed something, I'd come back and fix it, and then I'd decrease his pay that week. So they knew me. They didn't know him. Okay. So when our friendship ended, it was basically I took all the accounts. He took none of them. And that's kind of the way he wanted it, and that's definitely the way I wanted it. And that's the way the customers wanted it. So it ended up working. Wow. Out. Yeah, not, not very many people really know funny. that I at one point had a partner. Right. So, yeah, that's basically how I got started in it. And then just kept growing from there. How old were you when you jumped into landscaping? Um, well, basically when I got my license. So, like 16. Okay. And you didn't work for anybody else doing this? Yeah. Well, let me take that back. I did, but it was only like one, two, three days a month. So, I don't know, if you consider that working with them, yes. If not, no. So, I mean, not. I never worked full-time for someone. Or even part-time. Just on an as-needed basis. For anybody that's never watched any of your videos and whatnot, have you ever gotten any help from your parents? No. No. Well, let me take that back. They did co-sign for that truck. Well, did you receive any money? Uh, when I bought my Mark, I did get a loan from them, Just, and I paid it off before I cut the first blade of grass with it. Nice. At that point, I just bought my Chevy. And I was pretty much tapped out. Came across a good buy on the X mark. So I borrowed like, the total of the was like 1800 I don't know what I borrowed. But I paid that off before it even cut its first blade of grass. So right. I did get a loan, but I paid it back. 
For the people that are listening to this or watching this that don't know you, uh, why don't you give us a rundown of all the equipment that you do have? All right. As I started out, got my Chevy 2500 2003 18-foot uh, trailer, which my dad and I actually built from a frame. Xmark Metro, two Echo Weed Whackers. Don't really like them. They're both the PAS. Um, backpack blower. Uh, just bought a Skag Cheetah this year, 2015, 52-inch. Uh, I have a Fisher Easy V for the Chevy, V-Plow, obviously. And for the F450, which I just bought, it's an 08 F450 dump. Um, it's got a Western Pro Plus on it. I think it's a 2014 plow. I don't know. It's a pretty new plow. It's got, like, zero rust on it. And that basically describes everything. <laughs> I got you. So you currently have two trucks then? That's correct. As of last Saturday. Okay. Okay. When did you turn 18? Uh, June 27th. So just like a couple weeks ago. About 15 Dang. days ago. So you got all this equipment before you even became an adult. Pretty much. That's pretty when wild. By the time I turned 18, I already have two trucks. That's that's just crazy. I really love that F four fifty. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I just actually was painting it today. I got the dumpster dumpster body on it looking pretty good. Nice. That's literally so what it, it looks like. It reminds you of a dumpster when you open it up. Like one okay. of those little twelve so dumpsters. You, yeah. Did you uh patch up all the holes or whatnot that was I in did. the Okay. All them completely patched up. Nice. Well, bought it Saturday, and it's basically done now for a couple of days. So how many trucks did you end up checking out before you actually found the one? Um, three. Three. Yeah, I think, well, uh, three or four. I didn't, I test drove three total and bought the third one I test drove. And ironically, okay. all of them were 2008 F3 or 550s. All with the 6.4 power shirt. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so, the first one was an F550. I just posted it on the channel. It was an 08 with 130,000. It didn't have a dump body on it and needed an injector. Well, hmm. they didn't tell me it needed an injector, and I offered them 9,000 as it sat. And we were going to do all that, and they said no. So I said, and then walked away. So I don't yeah, trust yeah. the mechanics. It's actually the place I bought my white truck, and I don't trust. I don't trust them at all. So, and I went down to New Jersey with Tyler. We looked at that F three fifty, and that that truck, it was a money pit. Transmission mm -hmm. was dripping. They said they'd fix that. I didn't trust them. The dump body, we dump put it all the way up. It got stuck. It got stuck sky high and wouldn't come down. And it had one hundred and ten thousand on it, and the dump body on it was, believe it or not, more rusty than the one I bought. That's crazy. Yeah, so, as they painted it, they rhino-lined the bed. He's like, yeah, this truck's good. I'm like, cosmetically, that truck's good. Physically, it's junk. Like, you guys put lipstick on the pig. Uh, it's it's not. So, I did, just did not get a good feeling from that place. I did end up putting a deposit on the truck, because at the time, I'm like, they, they talked me into the deposit. They said they're not going to even go through the loan application if you don't put a 500 deposit on it. 
So I did. They verbally stated three times, two different guys, that they'd refund it. But the paper I signed said no refunds. I have not gotten that deposit back yet. They stated they would after the loan was denied. So I'm going to have to give them a call actually tomorrow and to see what the status is on that. And if they don't, maybe think about making a video about that. Yeah, Phoenix truck, beware. I've already said, if they don't give the deposit back, I'll make 20 different accounts and write 20 different reviews. All negative. And I yeah. have the name of the salesman, <laughs> the name of the manager. I'll make crap up about them. Like, if they want to go that route, we can go that route. You know, sometimes I get bored. For anybody listening, don't mess with Josh. He'll burn you down to the ground. Yeah. So, a fly on my how long have you and Tyler been hanging out? Basically the winter. I started watching his videos when he basically started posting them. I was aware of him. Basic, actually, he commented on one of mine because I'd watched his in the past. And then I clicked on his channel and saw that he started uploading. I started watching him. Then I noticed he had a 717 phone number. I'm like, where are you from? He's like, Lancaster. I'm like, oh, I'm in the Harrisburg area. Then we started talking more, commenting on each other. Finally, just like, we need to meet up sometime. So we met up at Messick's Equipment and then did the interview or whatnot at uh, Burger King, ironically. Okay. This was very noisy. But So we've been hanging out, I think we've, like, four or five times now. That took him shooting, and then we went and looked at the trucks. I've been... I've only been over to his place once. He's been over here like three times. So how far away do you guys live from each other? Uh, 50 miles, about an hour. That's not bad We're actually going to be teaming up That's on a job cool. here soon if I get it because it's another excavation project and he just gets to play with equipment and I need a second dump truck. And then I figure he can play around on one of my job sites, I'll play around on one of his job sites, and we'll just split the labor. I know Mr. Tyler lives in Amish country. Do you live in Amish country too? I do not. So I seen a video on your YouTube channel of your mom driving the Skag. Big mistake. Oh, I got a story <laughs> of that. Oh, okay. So now when your mom was driving the Skag, was that, uh, your, where was that at? And uh, was she making ruts? Yeah. Uh, that's our next door neighbor. So she, <laughs> my family has done them forever. Like my brother okay. did them. And then my mom stole it from my brother. And then I okay. never have been able to take it, so I just let her use my skag. Or I That's, had been uh, doing it just because I didn't feel like babysitting, and I could do it in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. But finally, I let her So uh, the they skag. say anything about the marks? What's that? No, they were they away. say anything about the marks? They were away for like okay. two months. So what was the story about your mom driving the skag? I actually mowed their yard this week because the guy had surgery and whatnot. So, this is the first time I actually let my mom do it alone. I went over and was messing with the 450. I hear the mower blades shut off. Surprisingly, she remembered how to do that. So, I start walking over. As I go through the fence and whatnot, I see her trying to get off the skag while it's going like at 8 miles an hour. Her legs and whatnot are over the um, handlebars or whatever you call them, the sticks. She's like, how do you get the sticks open? So she's trying to get off it. It's trying to shut off and this and that. So I take off sprinting because she's heading towards the nearest tree. Then she finally stops it. And I'm like, just don't move. Don't move for a second. Come in, pull the sticks out, and I'm like, get off. 
I mean, with the Skag, you can get off the seat for like five seconds before it starts to shut off. And all you got to do is put your fingers on it, and it will hold it on. The seat switch basically doesn't exist. But, yeah, so that was, I'm like, probably won't be driving that much while I'm not around. That was the day your mom tried to kill herself, huh? Yeah, that was just two days ago. So you got any other crazy stories on the job site or any uh, stories about crazy customers or anything like that? Mm, not that. Vice versa. I can get into that later with the big project that took on. But it was vice versa of me. So basically, I got a call to do an estimate for mulch. I'd worked for the guy in the past, so I kind of knew him. I came out to his property. First thing I see is about 40 tracks of loads of dirt just dumped in a pile and he's like do you do grading i'm like i do now because i've done grading in the past just two three jobs so i'm like yeah i can do that he flat up stated the price he's like i have another company coming in tomorrow well i estimated it on a friday they were starting the project monday he's like i have a company coming in monday 1625 dollars just to grade it out so i'm like all right i can do that i'll start it tuesday because i had a big job monday of mulch so he's like, all right, we can do that. Because he initially wanted to hire me, but he's 45 minutes away. So I was saving the estimate for a rainy day. I just didn't really feel like running over. Because I didn't already didn't really like the guy because the time before he was cheap and tight. That was at his business. He was not that case at his personal property at all. So I didn't really feel like going out. I went out, got the job. I'm like, sweet. Came out to do a mulch estimate, walked away with the grading job. Well... I was there for about 45 minutes in the rain. I mean, it was pouring. So he never mentioned mulch. He only mentioned the grading. So I never even really thought about that. And there's a wedding happening Friday. So one week from now, there's a wedding happening. All that's got to be done. I did not realize he also wanted the mulch done. I did not re- And along the driveway, I don't know if you saw the videos of that, we put in... 380 feet of stone five feet wide along his driveway on both sides when he initially told me what we were doing on the side i thought we were doing like 10 feet this dude's indian so it's hard to understand it's pouring down rain so i'm like all right all right whatever and he's supplying all the materials so i'm not too worried about it then i show up with the t750 on the job he's like you see that orange cone i'm like what orange cone? He's like, that orange cone way out there. I'm like, that orange cone? He's like, yeah, all the way up to there on both sides. I'm like, no, no, what did I just get myself into? And you got to put the 4 by 4s in. That's what took forever. We had to do 380 feet of 4 by 4s Each 4 by 4 is 8 feet long. That's a lot of 4 by 4s but a lot of rebar. But if it was up to me, we wouldn't have done the 4x4s. Four four. We would have just dug it down 4 inches and brought in 4 inches of stone, which would have worked perfectly fine. So I dig that out. That took like 3 hours to dig out. Piled 6 tracks of loads of topsoil alongside in massive piles. And that all has to go to his patio pit. I graded out that like 50 tracks of loads of dirt in 4 or 5 hours. Rough graded it. Got that all taken care of well come to find out we're massively short on dirt so <clears throat> the estimate estimate for labor it's like well now we're getting 10 times more material which customers paying for 
and the stone, he said, bring in like a triaxle load of stone, spread it on top. Well, that ended up being, how many was it? Nine triaxle loads of stone. And this dude, I'm not lying, spent $7,000 on stone. So at that point, I realized, I'm like, if he's spending that kind of money on stone, he can at least afford to pay for what happened on that job site. Because let me, now, what really made this job turn sour is the amount of stuff I broke. I've never broken so much stuff in my life. First thing, I ran a dump trailer to move all that dirt from point A to point B. Bad idea. Dump trailers suck, in my opinion. If you put any weight in them and try to turn them, they, they're just terrible. <clears throat> so uh, as I'm dumping it out, well, first, the dump trailer, the battery's totally dead. We have to hook a battery pack to it to just even get it to go up. So I'm like, well, this sucks. Then the left, the passenger side door, they swing open like a barn door, like the 450. It came unhooked as I'm standing on the driver's side dumping it. So it's down like this as the body's tilting up, breaks it right off. I'm like, what was that noise? Walk around, hinge completely broke off. So I'm like, ooh. That's not good. Honestly, I should have just taken it home and welded it myself because I could have done that and ground it off and just touched it with red paint and it would have been fine. Because that's all they did. But I didn't have time for that crap. I took it back and I'm like, yeah, by the way, we had a little misfortune with your dump trailer and the doors broke off. And I'm like, okay, so that was $50 to fix, just like an hour's labor and a hinge or whatever. Not bad considering what else happened. So then I rented the Bobcat T750. It was a 2015. Awesome machine. The bob patch on the thing started pissing hydraulic fluid like it was going out of style. So the machine, we already have a deadline. The machine's down for one day. So I was using it up to where well, I really couldn't, where I just finally parked it because I didn't want to fry the hydraulic system. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat hurts a little bit. but So I parked the machine after they get a technician out i parked it wednesday i started the project tuesday used it all day tuesday parked it wednesday thursday they get the tech hey really early thursday back up and running so at this point no that would be friday so at this point i continue along do everything i need to do friday comes along we're clearly not going to be done and he knows that after I flipped out on him, I'll tell you that in a minute. I rent a power broom to clean off the 380-foot-long driveway where we had it covered in stone dust. Well, the power broom, I pull it off the trailer, hook up the hydraulic fluid. I kid you not, when I pressed the auxiliary hydraulics, it shot hydraulic fluid from here to my neighbor's house. It shot it so far. It's like, call best line again. Um... The last guy who rented this broke it and didn't tell you. So they get a technician out, new hydraulic lines, two brand new hydraulic lines. I hook up to it, test it out. I'm cha I drop it back beside my bucket because I need to put the bucket back on because I'm not ready for it. The bob tatches hydraulic disconnect. Well, the hydraulics are not hydraulically disconnected. And from the operator's cab, you cannot see the hydraulics hooked in. So I'm waving to the dude or whatnot. He's looking back. I'm disconnected from the broom, but I'm not disconnected from the hydraulics. I back up, break those brand new hydraulics right off. 
that's exactly what I did. And a couple other things. <laughs> so he sees it in his rearview mirror, stops, brake lights, starts backing up. I get out of the cab and say a couple things, as you can probably guess. And he's like, well, I guess I better start taking these off again. <laughs> so a hydraulic hose this big around, three feet long for a snowplow is 30 bucks. A hydraulic line two Dang. inches around, six feet long, is $375. That's with labor and whatnot. So two of them, that came up to $375. I was so pissed that day. I mean, talk about ready just to flip out on the very first person you see. It's like, I went home to the bank on the way home and vented for a while to my employee before I even went home. And I'm like, this sucks. And then, as I work at Giant, and that's where the PNC Bank's at. So, as I'm going in, one of my, as I'd called off that Tuesday, which is fine, I'd given them 24 hours notice. Well, my manager forgot to tell everyone. So it looked like a no-call, no-show on my part. So one of my lower-class managers is like, What's up? Why didn't you show up yesterday? Blah, blah, blah. Being a total jerk. So I did not realize he did not know that I called off. So I figured he was just being a jerk. So I'm like, you know, if Frank's got a problem, tell him to speak to me himself and walk away. So then come to find out he never told anyone. So then I had to make it right with that dude. That's a long story, but there's a lot of stuff going on that week, and I was just ticked. Ticked, ticked, ticked. So then we go back out to the job. It's Friday now. No, no, no. So we get it done. Friday at 2 p.m., it's pouring down rain. The party starts at 4 o'clock. So Triaxle won't go in the yard. It dumps a stone dead in the center of his 300, no, 1,000-foot-long driveway. So he's like, why did you have him dump it here? There's a party in two hours, and you've got 20 tons of stone laying in the middle of the driveway. So i got to quickly move all that stuff off to the side spread it out alongside the driveway. I actually get it done really quick because that machine will move some serious stone. So we actually got that done. I was happy just to get out of that job for a day while he had his wedding and whatnot because he was perfectly fine with it not getting done because it's like you ordered so much more than you initially told me. Yeah. It's like it's not going to happen. I, at one point, I was talking to the triaxle driver. I'm like, we already have a deadline that we're not going to make. And he's ordering 10 times more material. And it's just not going to get done. So I say something to him. I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. I'm like, you're ordering 10 times more material than it was initially think. We're not going to get done as we sit, and you're ordering four more tracks of loads of stone. It's not going to happen. It's I just kind of lost my cool on him. He's like, hey, listen, listen. I don't care about the deadline. Just don't stress out about it. It's not worth stressing out about. It's not worth getting all uptight. It, whatever happens, happens. And I also forgot to mention, going into the patio pit thing, with the Bobcat, I went in, there was about a foot drop in his driveway. Brand new driveway is right here. Well, as the tracks drop off the foot, the back of the machine takes oh, that no. entire back section off the driveway. It's like, oops, oh, rookie mistake. Oh. I'm not going to say it's not a rookie mistake. It was a rookie mistake. Mistakes happen. So I'm like, yeah, that happened too. He's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
this is just a sidewalk. It's not the driveway. So I figure worst comes to worst, I'll bring concrete. So I'll cut that out and have it reported. Costs a couple hundred bucks. It is what it is. So he didn't care about that because the entire driveway ended up cracking like crazy from all the trucks that went across it and the people that poured it did it incorrectly and whatnot. So that's going to be a court case between the builder and him because it's like a $30,000 driveway. But I don't know. So then fast forward on Saturday after the party, I come back get an incredible amount of stuff. I worked four hours that day. I got more done than that day than I did all day Friday. Got all the, like, six tracks of loads of topsoil because I couldn't seem to get dump truck because, I don't know, my dad didn't really want to borrow the company truck and bring it over. So I'm definitely not renting another dump trailer because of junk. So I'm like, all right, I have an option. I can get stone and see if I can borrow that truck, which I did at one point. Or I can truck 100 buckets full 300 yards. So that's what I did. I'm glad the machine had two-speed transmission. So I'd get it as full of a bucket full as I could, transport it as fast as the machine would go, get back. Four hours I took as many as I possibly could. And at one point, the yard was so tore up, once I could get it to where I could push it, I just used it like a snowplow. Never lifted the bucket and just pushed the entire pile. So then, it's on each side of the driveway. The right side of the driveway is good. The left side's poor to heck up. So I transport everything across the driveway over there and whatnot, and then do the same thing. Just plow it like snow. And then get all that kind of graded out. And then Sunday, we did the mulch along the edge. The stone's done at this point. The 4x4s are in there's still a foot extra, we do this mulch, then Monday, I finish up the patio thingamabobber, it's completely full of like 300,000 pounds of stone and topsoil and fill dirt and whatnot, so then Tuesday comes along, I bring in no, that was Monday, Monday I bring in a power rake to rake up the soil, because at this point it's hard as concrete well when I first see it, I'm like, those hydraulic lines look loose so I tie them up. I even took a picture of it. I took a picture of it and sent it to someone. I'm like, I'm not going to break these again. Half hour later, the vibration, they loosen up. Mind you, you cannot, not see them from the operated position. My client comes running, screaming at the top of his head to stop, 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 stop. And suddenly the windshield is just soaking wet. I'm like, did it just start raining? Two more hydraulic lines destroyed ripped off and this time it broke the connection on the machine too i call best line and flip flip out i'm like listen the way you delivered it it got ran over i tied it up it still got ran over this is not my fault and i'm not paying for that and understand united reynolds is just as close as you guys are so they're like well they're factory hydraulic lines you're gonna have to pay for them i'm like it is what it is. We may not be doing business anymore. So I pay for them. There's two different rental stores. I rented the power rate from the one that I like. They like me. They know I come in a lot. They trust me. So they're like, look, we're going to take care of you. We're just going to cut the ends off and put on new ends. So it ended up being like 50 bucks, which in reality, I'm like, all right, just get it done. It is what it is. 
So that basically wraps up the job. Tuesday came in, did all the straw, planted the grass, and got my paycheck. It went from $1,600 job to a $3,700 job. And that was making like maybe, maybe a thousand profit. Well, okay. best line, because I've made sure they knew that I was not pleased with anything that went on. They decided to bill me for that T750. They billed me for one day. I had that machine for eight days. They billed me for one day. And how much does it cost per day? I made like $1,600 because they did that. It was going to be $1,600 for a week. And they billed me for one day. And they had the hours written down, in hours, out hours. I clocked 20 hours on the machine. They said how many days it was out, rate per day, and it was still billed for one day. It doesn't just happen. They did that intentionally. So I'm like, all right, right on. We're going to continue. We'll continue along. Because they, they understood. I mean, mistakes happen. It all happened to happen in one week. And I rent a lot from them. I like renting from them. I didn't want to go to United Reynolds. They didn't want me to go to United Reynolds. So they took care of that. They couldn't not bill me for the repairs, but they can not bill me for the machine. A massive headache job. Yeah. Which, believe it or not, I want another one of. You want a what? I want another one of those jobs, believe it or not. <laughs> Just got to be a little bit smarter about it. How many lawn mowing counts do you have then? I have about 12 right now. I don't do a whole lot of mowing. That's not okay. where... I do a whole lot. That's also not where Tyler makes his money. My opinion is for a startup company, mowing's not where your money's at. I think your money's in the lawn maintenance, or not the landscape maintenance, mulch, pruning, bed installations, and like the grading work. And I call it dirt work. That's more of what I want to get into. The dirt work, the patios, just the more high profit margin jobs the higher the profit margin the higher the risk the higher the risk the higher the reward the potential reward if you do it right it's also the higher the stress levels and the more people you need in your organization to do something if you ever try to do a paper patio yourself it's not fun there's so many little things to do it's like there's 20 different tasks you need to do, and you're one person. That's shortly after that. Then, well, back back up a little bit. Then in, like, April or something, I ended up hiring my first employee, which I don't know if you've seen who I hired. No, I haven't. Oh, oh well. Anyway, (laughs) I hired my banker chick. Okay. A lot of people still don't know who she is. She works at my bank. I think I've actually seen a video where she is with you. Um, is she a blonde? Yeah. She's driving the Bobcat. Didn't she take your camera one time, like, doing Instagram? Wait, wasn't she, like, taking your video and doing, like, a your YouTube videos for you or something, taking video? Yeah. Yeah, I've given her the camera several times because it's interesting on my end. But, so I hired her, worked for a while. We still do work. And we became better friends, but a lot of people think she's my sister. She is not my sister. And then there's also the question, is she your girlfriend? She's not right. currently my girlfriend. You said currently, so is that supposed to be a hint? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no so how comment. old is she? Uh, she's 21. She's 21. 
So you're saying there's a chance. No comment. Anywho, I ended up... We have been kind of pissed at each other over the last couple weeks. So, I ended up... Mm, don't even want to say. I brought on another dude. Okay. Because we don't get a whole lot of work done. That's a fact. There's more okay. screw-off than work. Which is perfectly fine. It's not. It's both of us. It's not just her. It's both of us. And the amount of money she right. makes is paid very, very well. So I figured I need to start thinking with this head and brought on a dude who is <laughs> trying to work with me for a long time now. So he's starting out Monday. She knows nothing about this, which is the way it's going to stay. Because I'm still going to work with her, just not when I feel like getting a lot done and making the profits. That's so funny. we're going to see how that works. And he wants to come on full-time whenever I have the availability to bring him on full-time. And it's a very interesting story how we met that I'm not going to tell. I can tell you that when we're not on air. Well, I'll text it to you <laughs> later. But yeah, so that's the employee okay. rant of the day. So what got you into doing YouTube? I'm um, just watching it. I had had a YouTube channel in the past, just not landscape oriented. And mm -hmm. I don't know, I figured, hey, I'll give it a shot. Posted a very first video I posted was me plowing with a garden tractor. It got a few views. I'm like, all right. So spring rolls around 2015. I start posting some videos couple views, couple views, and then it basically, all of a sudden gets a lot of views really quick. The subscribers start coming in, I'm like, alright, this might actually work. Then you start posting, my mistake of posting 40 minute videos of weekend lawn care thing. <laughs> uh, once I actually looked at my channel statistics, I saw the average duration of the videos is 3 minutes and 33 seconds. Once I saw that, I'm like, I'm not putting up a 40 minute video again. Now I try to keep them, unless it's something like something that I want to keep, that I want to watch myself, I keep it under 15 minutes. Or unless I'm just being really lazy and don't want to edit it and throw up a quick video. <laughs> quick, long video. How many videos do you think you currently have on your channel? Uh, like 160-ish. Dang. You were doing a video a day for a while, weren't you? Yeah, during that entire massive project, I did a video a day. Dang, that'd be rough during that time, even you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I came home, threw it up on the computer, just posted it. I didn't really edit any of it, which I often don't do. I'm okay, not okay. into the editing because I'm lazy. But uh, yeah, I, don't, okay. I don't like editing. It's annoying. As long as people watch it, that's the main thing, you know. Yeah, because Evan Ace Landscape keeps saying you need to edit, you need to edit, you need to edit. You'll get more subscribers. I'm like, listen, but who here has the subscribers? You or me? Not like me. What I'm doing is working for me. Be quiet. Right. The thing you got going for yourself compared to me is I really don't like talking to the camera. You don't have a problem talking to the camera. So I have to add editing and fluff. And if you have like good information you're giving, you really don't have to edit at all. That's the way yeah. I see it. If I pause for five seconds, like, what was I going to say? There's probably, if I had a dollar for every time I said, what was I going to say on camera, <laughs> I'd be rich. <laughs> I just don't care. It's like, I am who I am. If I right. 
don't perfectly come across, then go to another channel. Right. Well, that's what people loved about Geek to Freak was it was real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there was very few editing done by that dude. I mean, he put a soundtrack in when he was mowing, but... Right. Sure, it gets rid of the mower noise. Yeah. So, so what was the first uh, long chair YouTube channel you came across? Geek to Freak. Yeah. Geek to Freak followed by Keith Kelfus. I'm like, huh, about this dude. And I actually started watching his videos. So I, I'll be entirely honest, I never really did like Geek to Freak that well. I okay. didn't, as a person, he's awesome. I like right. his YouTube, but I didn't like his methodology of business. Like, I did not, like, because he only does mowing, and that's not really what I'm interested in. I mean, we're just different personalities, so we never really, right. never really right. like the videos that well. I mean, I liked watching them, but it wasn't. I liked getting information out of it, if you know what I mean. Right. You like this. That he never wore safety glasses and recorded. <laughs> People can say, oh, he can do whatever he wants. That's that's plain stupid. You are going. It's not a when. It's an if. It's not an if. It's a when. I've right. been hit by weed whack. Oh, yeah. It happens. And. When you get hit by a rock, when you have to hold your eye for 10 minutes before you can even start weed whacking again, you're going to wear safety glasses from then on. Now, so, I will not even weed whack. If I don't have my safety glasses in the truck, I will drive home and get them. I do not even play around dang, anymore. Dang, yeah. Yeah. So you and keep the guard I, on or you keep the guard off? Uh, I have an Edge of Pro, so keep it off. Okay. But... I need to start getting more into wearing them when I'm actually mowing because I get a lot of dust in my eyes. And just the other day, I had an experience where they could have gotten bad quick. I was mowing under a tree on the skag, and there's a bunch of leaves sticking down. Well, in that, in those leaves is a branch about twice as big as my thumb, sticking down, cut off, hidden by the leaves. So I go under fairly quick with the skag. It catches me right in the neck. That pointy uh. branch catches right in the neck. I instantly just back up the skag as quick as I can. But if I would have hit that and con instead of went backwards went continued forward, that would have either it wouldn't have been good. And it would have been even worse because I would not have safety glasses on at the time if it caught me up in here. So that's why I'm, that's why I think you should definitely wear safety glasses at all times. Because oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I do it. I should. It's something. I right. Do. Especially since we put videos up of ourselves and doing all this crap. Yeah, like, I don't like when someone puts out videos of doing it like that. It's like you're basically saying it's okay to do that, and it's not. That was the only thing I had against Geek the Freak. My family. So does, does your watch family watch your YouTube channel? Okay. They do. They think they it's kind of cool, kind of weird, kind of okay. whatnot. Do you have uh, siblings? I have four siblings. I have three sisters and a brother. Are they older? They're older. I'm the youngest. But I don't know. They get a hard time then about it? <laughs> a little bit. That's yeah. dude, my brother. He don't watch it. He, I don't let him. I have him blocked. Because <laughs> we don't get along. Oh, okay. Okay. So that was more or less what I was worried about him coming in and just messing around in the background and just being a total jerk. So I'm glad he's not currently home. So what, what's your other job? 
Uh, cart pusher at Giants grocery store. Okay, how long do you work I've, out there? I've worked there September 2014, so it's coming up on two years. Oh, I have so many stories there. As of now, this PNC Bank's in Giant, and that's where my employee Devin works. So I spend most of my shift in the bank. It is what it is. That's because <laughs> the way I look at that job, I. For the longest time, I gave it everything. I would push it every day. I'd get my crap done. I would do it. They would show nothing. Then they would just come out and write you up for doing something, for doing more than you're supposed to, because you can only push so many in. If you push more, they'll write you up. So basically, they're writing you up for doing too much. Yeah. So for the longest time, I cared. And then a good friend of mine, he worked there too. And I watched the same thing. That dude was a beast. At the end, he was one of the worst employees at the very end. He just, no, all his care in the world was completely gone. And it's like, and that's kind of what's starting to happen to me. Like, I do not care anymore. If I get fired, I don't need the job. It is what it is. I told told that to my manager. He wrote me up for that call-off that I was telling you about. And he Mm -hmm. forgot to tell that. I said, you're writing me up because you're effing idiot. I said, I do not need this job. If you, I could walk out of here today and not care one way or another. I don't need to be here. Write it. Rip up the write-up. And he did. Like, you can rip it up or I'm out. That's funny. Yeah, because that's what irritates all oh, my old manager. She was the awesome she wanted to write me up for the longest time and finally got the reason to, and she did. So we argued about it for like 20 minutes in her office, and she's like, whatever. She finally told me shit rolls downhill. They come, <laughs> yeah, they yell at me, I have to yell at you. So, oh, I get you. But she would literally, have you ever seen Hogan's Heroes? The TV show? I'm pretty sure I have, but it's been a long yeah. time. So, I see nothing. She would, like, I see nothing. Okay, I would okay. I paddle on myself so much because I know they're not going to do anything because I've worked there long enough. They know that I get my stuff done and they trust me. So I'm like, yeah, I just did this. And they're like, I did not hear you. <laughs> I've literally been told to go away. <laughs> like, just go away. Go do your job and don't tell me what you just did. That's fine. Yeah, I have fun there. And, well, as much as I possibly can. And we goof off so much, it's not even funny. So, how many hours a week do you think you do with your own personal business? Um, in the spring, I was doing about 40. Nice. So I was working every day. Right now, we're doing about one landscape job a week, and Thursday and Friday are my mowing days. So, Tuesday, she's off Mondays. So, we do our landscaping on Mondays. Then, Tuesday and Wednesday are kind of filler days. Like, right now, I've been just working on the truck, obviously, based on my hand covered in paint. So, I just actually, today, right before we did the podcast, went out and looked at a paper patio job. And if I get this job, it comes with three referrals because it's in a brand new neighborhood. And the guy works, three of his best friends and work colleagues also live there. And they're going to get patios, too. So, if they like my patio and whatnot, I get three referrals. So that's going to be pretty awesome. cool. I need to come up with the estimate for that as soon as, well, ASAP and get that right. through. 
So are you going to give them a slightly good deal just to suck the other ones in? Yeah, because there's really not a whole lot of material cost to this job. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's one of the cheaper blocks, and it's all in a good area. And I really want the job because I haven't done a patio since, well, the very first job I did this spring. I want to get another one in. So I'm probably going to give them a decent discount mm -hmm. and go from there. And I'll bring in the new dude employee for that job. There you go. Have you been to uh, GIE this year? No. LTD, a.k.a. Tyler, and I are actually going to carpool there this year. Okay, nice. I, I didn't mean this year, but I meant before. Sorry. No, but we're going to go this year. Is it a first time for Tyler, too? I can't remember. I know I talked to him about it. Yeah, it's the first time. Nice. He wanted to go last year, didn't, and I'm like, yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> How long of a drive is that for you guys? It's an eight and a half hour drive. I think it's like three hundred some miles. So we're gonna we're gonna do it overnight. We'll leave like nice. sometime around midnight and get there real early. We'll just nice. cruise the we'll cruise ninety the whole way there and hope we don't catch it. <laughs> Radar detector. Radar detector detector, as he put it. Where can people find you out on the internet? Uh, jail landscaping and property maintenance is my YouTube channel. And I really don't use my Instagram, so I okay. send everyone there. All right. My YouTube channel is Country Crafts. My website is countrycraftswood.com. And my Instagram is countrycraftswood. If you have any questions, you can email me at countrycraftswood at gmail.com. Josh, any words of wisdom you want to leave with the people before we go? Uh, don't jump into a project too big for yourself too quickly. If you like the podcast, please share the podcast with a friend. And if you hate the podcast, please share it with somebody you hate. And always remember to give 100% unless you're donating blood. Unless you're working at Giants.